0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Dread Time Stories. I'm your host, Dr. Phobia. And tonight, dear patients, our story comes from the world of creepypastas. More specifically, Disney creepypastas. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's tale. Leave a light on for Remus. If you've been active in the Disney fan base over the past year, you'd know that Disney has announced plans to rebrand Splash Mountain at Disneyland into a brand new attraction based off the Princess and the Frog. While this has been touted as a way to bring Tiana, and therefore diversity to the parks, some of us, people like myself who've worked on the ride, had a feeling that it was a different reason for the change. A much darker reason. If you don't know, Splash Mountain is based off the 1946 film, Song of the South, which has effectively been banned by the Disney Corporation, despite it being the source for Splash Mountain. While the film never got an official VHS release in the US, it was released overseas. Since it never got a release here, the only way to watch it was in a movie theater, which only happened twice, on a foreign release or a bootleg copy of the movie. One particular bootleg was smuggled in from Japan in 1990, the year after Splash Mountain opened, by a cast member named Remus George. Remus was on a trip with his school when he smuggled the tape out of a small market and was confronted by the owner for the theft. Eventually, the owner decided to let Remus go with the tape, but without Remus's knowledge, had put a curse on the tape, which was designed to bring the downfall of any thief. Upon returning to the U.S., Remus and two friends watched the tape in his dorm. One of the friends recalls that the film seemed to have an effect on Remus. He could be heard whistling songs from the movie during his shifts at Disney the day after watching the tape. This was odd since Remus had before been a very quiet individual, but his behavior changed even further. Remus worked in Fantasyland, usually at the Matterhorn. However, in the days following the film, He would leave his post early, or even skip his shifts entirely. Whenever this would happen, it would be quickly to locate him at Splash Mountain, standing at the entrance, almost in a daze. He didn't seem to care about skipping work, but Disney certainly did. Not even a week after his behavior changed, management had had enough of his actions and fired him. Despite being fired, this still didn't change his obsession with Splash Mountain. He stood by the entrance daily, yet never going on the ride. One day, he actually managed to get on the ride, but was so overjoyed at the sight of the animatronic Song of the South characters that he jumped out of his log and tried to join them on the bank. Unfortunately, he jumped out right as his log was going down one of the drops, and he was flung into the bank at the bottom, killing him instantly. While Remus's death was ruled an accident, the two friends who had watched the movie with him had a feeling it had to do with the tape. After all, he only started acting odd after watching it. They rewatched it, only this time the audio in the Laughing Place segment was silent, and all you could hear was a voice saying, The thief has met his downfall, over and over until the segment ended. The two left Disney shortly after. All seemed to go back to normal until 1992 when 25-year-old Michael Nelson just got off Splash Mountain claiming to have seen one of the Briar Rabbit animatronics on the ride start looking at him and directly singing. How do you do? Mighty pleasure thieving. How do you do? Soon will be a meeting. Michael was so unnerved by this he tried to leave the park, but eventually was found by the night crew in the Laughing Place section of the ride, laying on a fiberglass mushroom. He had taken his own life, while writing the word Remus in his own blood on the walls of the scene. But that wasn't the end. By 1992, the ride's 10th year anniversary, over 100 people had reported hearing the disturbing cries of, remember Remus, and the distorted laughter throughout the ride. Park officials had no explanation for this phenomenon other than to lie and tell guests that they had been hearing an audio test effect that had been recently installed. Eventually, a priest was called out to inspect the ride for spirits. The priest was so shaken up by what he found, he ordered Disney to close the ride immediately. There was something that no person should be exposed to on that ride. Something not of this world. Disney obviously refused to close the ride, so the priest thought of a plan. Drawing across in holy water on a mushroom in the attraction, a light was ordered to be left on the mushroom at all times to keep the spirit at bay. This brings us to 2004, when I started working on Splash Mountain. The first night I was doing my walkthrough, my supervisor Tom told me the story of Remus and the light on the mushroom. I thought he was kidding. After all, workplace ghosts aren't exactly rare. I figured it was just Tom's way of pulling the new guy's leg. We were about to leave the laughing place section when Tom called into the dark tunnel. I left a light on for you, Remus. He then turned to me and said, always leave a light on for Remus. I made a good point on that promise. I made pretty good on that promise until about two years later, for whatever reason, I forgot to leave a light on for Remus. The next day, a child climbing out of his log slipped and caught his foot between the log and the shore causing his foot to be ripped off when the log suddenly moved. Every night after that, I made sure to leave a light on for Remus. Over the next few years, every now and then, some intern or college program student would forget, and an incident would always follow the next day. Charles Davis fractured both of his arms leaving out of a boat during an evacuation. Dennis Johnson became hysterical and tried to climb off of the ride, only to fall and be struck by an oncoming boat. Zoe Fanny managed to get off the ride and climb a fake tree, but eventually would fall and break her neck. By the time I left in 2011, I had either seen or heard 27 incidents occurring on or around Splash Mountain, and I can only imagine how many have occurred since then. As you know, Disney and Splash Mountain were closed for most of 2020 and early 2021, due to the pandemic. A group of higher-ups who were aware of the curse did some research into paranormal activities. They found a connection between Remus and Song of the South, and decided that that was dragging out the ordeal. No one knows when Disney will go through with the removal of Song of the South. It could be months, it could be years. It could be decades. But until they do, I only hope that whatever cast member closes the ride leaves a light on for Remus. That, dear patience, was Leave a Light on for Remus. I hope you enjoyed it and thank you for listening. Like I always say in closing, check under your bed, look in your closet, and sleep with the light on. The life you save may very well be your own. Good night, everyone.